Now it's time for the rural news with Sally Murphy in Ōtautahi. And Sally, feeding palm kernel to cattle could have negative effects. Kia ora, Katie. Yes, research from the University of Canterbury has found trace elements in the feed could exceed safe levels for cattle. Researchers analysed different shipments of palm kernel expeller, or PKE, which is a popular feed here. New Zealand is the world's largest importer of the product. Last year we bought in 1.9 million tonnes of it, or about 17% of the global supply. Study author Hayley Thompson-Morrison began the research as she wanted to see what impact the feed was having on soils. We found that PKE might be a good source of fertiliser nutrients to soils in New Zealand. Um, There's some trace elements that it contains which could be beneficial to dairy farms, such as copper and magnesium. So they're usually supplemented on dairy farms. Um, Our soils in New Zealand are deficient in copper, so we need to kind of add it to our farming systems. However, we also found that some trace elements were quite high in PKE and these might be having harmful effects on our dairy systems. Um, There was high concentrations of iron, aluminium, potassium, sulphur and phosphorus. Yeah, so we don't really know what effect these are having on our dairy systems, but we have found that some of these elements do breach their maximum tolerable level for cattle feed. Ms Thompson-Morrison says more research is needed to better understand what impact the trace elements are having on cattle. Dairy prices remained flat at the global dairy auction overnight. The average price rose 0.6% to US$3,610 a tonne after a 2.4% rise in the previous auction. The price of whole milk powder, which strongly influences the payouts for local farmers, was up 0.1% to US$3,400 a tonne. NZX Dairy Insights Manager Stuart Davison says he was surprised by the slight lift as demand for dairy has been weak. The outlook going from here, you know, we're not as bullish as we were sort of at the start of the year. Um, and we're seeing the macroeconomic drivers of the globe sort of really forcing dairy um, into different directions. We don't see this event as a directional event. Um, we're still very uncertain around where the market's going to go. You know, looking into 23, the first half at least, looks pretty painful globally for everything. And dairy is going to follow that, that trend along too. That's Stuart Davison from the NZX. A Northland farming leader says a wet spring has replenished the region's water tables, which bodes well for farmers heading into the hotter months. Niwa has released its seasonal climate summary for, for spring, which shows it was the warmest November on record. Temperatures were generally above average, and it was a wet season for much of the North Island, with above average or well above average rainfall in most regions. Northland's Federated Farmers Meat and Wool Chair Roger Ludbrick says they've had a lot of rain. I stopped recording. I just got I got tired of going to look all the time. And the, the water tables are, are absolutely full up here. Whatever replenishing they needed over the last three or four years, it's been done. But it hasn't caused any issues? Well, not for me. I think further down the line, closer to Whangarei, where you saw some of those flooding events on the television, I think for those guys it's it's it probably has. The, the big problem we've had would be around the fact that we're at, we're at the stage where our cattle are about as big as they're going to get before we start killing. And because it stayed so wet, we did struggle with pugging, trying not to bust through and so having to move the mobs a lot more regularly. Mr Ludbrook says a big issue has been the lack of sunshine, which has affected cattle growth rates. But he says all the rain means there is plenty of feed around. Looking back historically, where we've had you know, a few dry years and we've actually started to run out of, on, on our farm, we've started to run out of reticulated water or water to give to the stock. 
and certainly that won't be happening this year. So that's pretty good. Roger Ludbrook says Northland is set to have a wet but warm summer as well, so he says farmers should be wary of increased rates of facial eczema. Lifting interest rates and building costs are starting to bite timber usage. AgriHQ senior analyst Mel Crowd says that's having knock-on effects for timber mills. Building consent data continue to paint a pretty positive picture of future usage, but some mills um, are reporting that they're set to shut up operations early this year just due to the fact that many are holding enough uh, product on hand to service orders over the coming weeks. Production data uh, for quarter three did point to about a 5% year-on-year lift in sawn timber volumes. Um, But look, I guess with the Reserve Bank signalling that further cash rate lifts are likely uh, next year, it could become a more common theme. Domestic log prices remained pretty stable into November, although some regions are noting an excess of pruned logs in supply, uh, and that may just see a little value come out of this market. It's Mel Crowd from AgriHQ. A university student looking at the way rural men perceive dating says she's had a great response. Otago University's Sophie Dix initially wanted to interview about a dozen farmers between the ages of 18 and 30 for her master's thesis in sociology. Miss Dix told Sally Wenley that over the last few weeks she's had quite a large response from farmers about their forays into dating. Isolation has come up a lot. I can't say too much at this point with just because of confidentiality reasons but that isolation is the big one. What is your aim with this once you've finished? I think it's really just to like shine a light on um, rural communities and perhaps the struggles they're facing. The responses you've had so far, are they what you've been expecting? I would say the responses, like some of them have been what I've been expecting and then some of them are completely different and I, it's been really enjoyable just hearing everyone's perspectives and how they differ. Sophie Dix is aiming to complete her thesis by the middle of next year. And just lastly, nominations are now open for the Norwood New Zealand Rural Sports Awards. Taking place at the start of next year, the awards honour athletes, volunteers and administrators who make rural sports possible. The awards expect to receive nominations for sports as varied as wood chopping, sharing, horse riding, shooting, gumboot throwing and fencing. COVID disruptions means the 2023 awards will be for achievements both this year and for last year. And that's the rural news. Koe rāte purongo o te taiwhenua.